Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 243. I got... I have to say this, man. I've been trying to get this guy on for almost two years. Two years! This guy is harder to reach than the president. I mean, I have to go... I have to go find people. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And it's like to the point, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it. Because, you know, I had Alfredo on and Gabby and, and LB Food Coma. Then now I, I gotta get, I, I gotta get Stankered, man. My guest for today, Fish, the owner of Stay Anchored. Fish, what's up, man? What's up, Mega Man? <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. It's been in the works for a while. I know, and uh, I just want to say I am so glad. It was, I was supposed to get you on since last year. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. when, like, like you mentioned, that but like, you, know you want to get on the podcast. Oh, yeah, but you know what? Look, thinking about it, the stars weren't aligned. And yeah. now they came into right there to the point. We're here. We're here, man. So how you been, man? How's your day? I've been great, man. My day has been super, super blessed, man. I'm like, I'm just happy, man. Yeah. Hey, Alfredo, <laughs> thanks for the invite last night, man. I wanted to get some drinks too, homie. Oh, man. Yeah, last night was interesting. That was the, um, we were doing the tasting for me and James's new food venture together. What? Yeah. So a lot of people don't know that. Mm -hmm. I've been working with like James and... Uh, We've been doing this, uh, it's a little project called Let's Smash. Mm -hmm. We're bringing the sexiest, tastiest avo uh, avocado toast. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I never had avocado toast. And I work never had avocado toast, bro. Never, Where you been, man? I don't know. Well, well, I mean, everyone's talking about it and stuff. I mean, I yeah. haven't had it. I haven't had okay, it. Okay, so yeah, we're doing another tasting like in two weeks. So we'll definitely you have to make it to that one. So with you and James, yeah. are you going around to like certain like certain areas in Long Beach? With that pop-up? Yeah. Because it is going to be a pop-up, so oh. we are going to be doing pop-ups at different locations. Uh -huh. So, I mean, we are going to be around Long Beach, you know, like doing those pop-ups. Mm -hmm. How does it feel? Because uh, the first time I met you, I was like a while back, you were doing a pop-up when they had over there at downtown at the Pike. Uh, who was who was controlling that? It was when Wait, when... It was a long time ago. You guys were doing a pop-up at the Pike. Was that the Hive? Yes. Okay, so the, the I think it was called the Urban Hive or yes. something like that. I forget the person I think, who yeah. had that, uh -huh. uh, who was putting it together. But yeah, we were there when they would have it, and then it just went away. But I think they moved up north. Oh. It was a lady. I think it was lady, really? right? I think it was a lady who yeah. was running it. She yeah. was yeah, she was doing it, and he's like, yeah, this is my last one, then I'm moving up north. I was like, okay. Because okay. I remember I went to your booth and it was right there where the borders, the bookstore, right in the middle of the... The, the bookstore? Yeah, it was a border. It's not there no more. Like that bookstore. It was right next to uh, the bowling alley and all that. You know when you go to the Pike right there in the oh, middle? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where the sergeant... Okay, yeah, yeah, we were popped up under... Yeah, okay, yeah. Because a couple of the times we were popped up more on the grass area. But yes. then we were underneath that little... yeah. And that's where I, that's where I I bought a I bought one of your hats. I was like, wow, this is uh, this is badass. Thank you, man. And uh, <laughs> and the thing is, uh, a lot of your stuff is original, but yeah. it's it's the, it's the anchor, it's the logo of LB. You just see it everywhere, and yeah. that was like, this is kind of it makes me proud to because I've always been a huge supporter of a small businesses, yeah. and I'm just seeing your shit everywhere on hashtags. 
Like, okay. always in Long Beach. Hashtag cities. And I was like, stanker, stanker, stanker. Yeah. And I was like, to the point, who is this guy? And this and meeting guy? you. And, <laughs> and you have all this history of... Because, I mean, you grew up here almost all your life. Yeah, majority of my life. I've been born and raised in Long Beach. There was a couple of years of my life that I did not live in Long Beach. It wasn't by my choice. It was, you know through certain family situations that was going on, but yeah, majority yeah. of my life I've been living here in Long Beach. Yeah, but you mostly lived here, like, up in North Long Beach all your life, right? North side, yes. And that's the crazier side. Uh, yeah. So let me ask, let me put you on the spot. Which is the most craziest, south, north, east, or west in well, Long Beach? south, never, nobody ever talks about that shit. The west side, um, it's pretty gritty. It's pretty, you know, tough out there. The mm-hmm. east side, for a moment, I think the east side used to have the that um label of like oh it's it's real bad on the east side but the north side has always been like for me has been the toughest the most hood part of long beach because we're very uh neighbor city to compton we're the closest to compton so that whole thing has always been more like on the grittier end which kind of funnels over into north long beach here yeah, I remember the times when I was little, when I was living in Wilmington, when we used to come to Long Beach, we couldn't go to certain areas. We couldn't go to uh, North Long Beach by Jordan High School. Oh, yeah. It was really well, the gangs and everything that was going on there. Yeah, you, know, you, had, the, you had the the Samoans, you had the Longos. Yeah. Uh, you got the Asian boys, oh, TRG. Yeah. You mean, you? it was like... It, you, was, it was bad. <laughs> I remember, like, I was supposed to go to Jordan. That was supposed to be my, you know, home high school. And I never went there. What? Yeah, I told the counselor, I'm like, look, guys, I'm a punk rocker. I have a fucking mohawk. I do not fucking fit into this fucking school. I already know how people are going to be. I'm going to get into fights every day. And I go, I actually give a fuck about learning. So I told him, I go, you guys got to send me somewhere else. So they tried to send me to EPHS, and I fucking hated it. It was like, I still need, like, human interaction. Uh-huh. So EPHS was more like, I go pick up workbooks. I fucking do the homework. And I was just turning shit in, like, every day. Like, they would give me packets, and I would turn it in the next like, day. Like, like, how the fuck did you... Like, is it, like, pace books? Yeah, I, I guess. Those I don't, ACE, I don't even Christian know. Books. It, it, it yeah, was yeah, just, yeah. like, they give you these little workbooks, and then the packets, right? They would give you weekly packets, mm-hmm. and you would pick them up on Monday. you turn them in on Friday, but I was picking them up on Monday. I was turning them in by Tuesday because it was just fucking e- too easy for me. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm learning shit. So talked to my counselors again and then they sent me to reed high school which was more of a high school for pregnant women at the time where's this so at? it was on it's on now it's renaissance i think that's what it's called now downtown which is right now like a magnet it's, school or it's an art school yeah uh, art school right yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like nice now it's but nice it was it's on long beach boulevard and 8th street so it used to be reed high school and it was more that. for pregnant women and expelled students. So I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm in for, like, what the fuck did I get myself into? It was pretty bad, dude. There was fights all the time. Um, there was people smoking weed in the hallways and shit. What? And, but it was dope for me because I liked it. I'm like, okay, Jordan is already going to have that on the regular, right? At yes. That in, when I was supposed to go there. You didn't want to go to poly or anything? I didn't want to go to any fucking high school. Oh. Like, I just did not want to go to a regular high school because I just didn't want to deal with all these people's bullshit. Like, I just, I wanted to fucking learn. So they sent me to read, went to read, and I had the most fucking amazing time because there was only 10 students per 
teacher. Oh, so not like now, like a hundred. So 50. there was like 30, 40 at regular high school. So the fact that I only had like, you know, 10 students to one teacher, I got to learn. And I actually was like more of a AB student. Oh, wow. Yeah, I fucking learned a lot there, you know, like, and then we were the only high school in the country that had construction class. So me, I love, you know, like the whole thing of construction and all that stuff. So yeah. that was the only school that actually offered that, oh, wow. which was crazy because it was like, you know, for the fucking expelled students at risk, you know, fucking students and all that shit. But they actually had that in that high school. That's what's So up. I'm very grateful that I got to go there. Okay. You know I, mean? I was like, fuck it. And, and my fucking, um, my whole fucking schedule was from noon to 3.30 in the afternoon. That's easy. Yeah. Because cakewalk. So I got to get up in the morning, do whatever the fuck I wanted to, and then go at noon, lunchtime, to go to high school, and then I'd be out at 3.30. What would you do after 3.30? Let's go to some punk shows. Yeah, no, that was always a... So you... Well, not, not punk shows, you know what I mean? But I would, like, at that time, I was, like, super into punk. You know, I was a punk rocker, so I'd be like, fuck it. I get to get off at 3.30, I get to come home, and then I get to just practice my drums. Wow. Yeah. I mean, in, in Long Beach... Long Beach has nothing but, like, stories of all these urban legends when it comes to, like, band shows in the backyard Mm -hmm. or Alex's bar or here or whatever. Or someone was, like, battling, like, breakdancing or the turntables, like a DJ. I mean, it was a melting pot. still is. And all those urban legends are more than likely true because so many fucking bands were to, like, come in and they would just fucking play random shows at random fucking places. Have you ever been to a a bar or anything in Long Beach where it's like, oh, my God, I, if this was, like, if you had a camera, like, I gotta take a, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a picture of it. Like, this band came out of the blue, like, in Long Beach, like, and you, and they blew up now, like, anything, any stories. I know there's stories <sighs> out there. I know Tito has stories. Yeah, there's a lot of clubs that, uh, or bars, like little venues that had that. Alex's but, Bar? But Alex's Bar is one, and because... How about DiBiase's? Uh, DiBiase's still has that, you know, like a lot of good bands have gone there and blown up out of there. Okay. There was a place called the Foothill, which is right... Fuck, oh, man, it's on Cherry right before it you hit. It closed down. I remember yes. that. So, it was like an old... I think it was more like a country-ish fucking bar. I've seen their stuff on Facebook still, like the pictures. Okay, so the Foothill. Yes. That was an all-ages venue. They would open up to, for the punk shows to us because we were like, we were looking for places that we can go play shows at. I remember that. And they allowed us to fucking play shows there. And then we fucked it up because we broke all their fucking toilets and the urinals and all that shit. It was some <laughs> stupid shit, yeah. the foothill no one really no one really talks about the foothill the foothill because that's old you know what i mean and there was also fenders i that's pre me like even fucking knowing what fenders was but fenders had like the most amazing fucking shows there's flyers that back it up where there was like agent orange tsol fucking the adolescence black flag social distortion like all of these fucking huge iconic bands now but they would all play at fenders there was also where's that at uh, I'm not too sure. It was in downtown area. And then I remember there was the Blues Cafe, Blues which Cafe. is was on top of Congregation. I believe it was, yeah, right on top of uh, Harvell's. It was a thing called the Blues Cafe, and they would hold a lot of shows there, too. Wow. Have you, have you played any shows, like, back then with Ferns? 
well, it's not there no more, but like he's have like a lot Ferns, of Ferns. I never got to play at Ferns. That was like the smelliest, fucking dingiest dive bar in Long Beach. But they would have they, they, <laughs> they would have heavy metal and punks, you know. They would have punk night. They would have like heavy metal. I remember like a ton of those shows. Oh my god! I would go there, but I never played there. Have you saw? We were talking about earlier. Um, there was an urban legend that you know, uh, in Jerry's place right there on Fourth and Juan Apparel, that yeah. there was Tito was talking about like you know they used to be backyards and see Subline and no doubt play right there and like oh shit that would have been fucking tight if you did man because it's like but I'm pretty sure it did happen because did Subline happen. was huge in Long Beach obviously they yeah, were yeah. like one of the bands that fucking pre after you know post Snoop blowing up Long Beach then Sublime came in and put. Long Beach on the map for a different, you know, category of music. So. Yeah. What do you think about the, the gentrification of what's going on in Long Beach? Because the thing that really hurts my heart uh. is on on PCH and Martin Luther King, they took the signed VIP records down. Mm. That was a Seven Eleven. That's history right there. It is. And the studios was in the back. You had, uh, you know, you had the Warren Dog Pound. G. Yeah, Warren G, so, Snoop Dogg, Nate. What well, was it? It was a nice little spot for, you know, the hip-hop and, and the rap uh, artists to, you know, put get a name for themselves, put themselves out there because you would drop off your tapes, your CDs, you do, like, CD release parties and all these things. It was dope. What I think about the gentrification of Long Beach, like, I mean, it sucks, dude. It sucks to see, like, a lot of iconic places, like, just go away because they want to put a 7-Eleven or some apartment complexes to make more money you know it's like at the cost of the culture and music of long beach going away because they want to make more money you know what i mean that it's a sad thing to see that especially in your city you know i mean i grew up here um the north side of long beach right here on atlantic used to have the velvet underground that was a record shop you know bob rest in peace bob i don't know if you're still alive bob but if you are man fucking love you for fucking having that and opening that space to us because the velvet underground was just a fucking record shop and he would open it up to us and let us have shows there oh wow so bob was just a old crazy white dude who would just fucking love to fucking see these fucking kids have a great fucking time he had a studio in the back too so he would record bands and shit mm-hmm. but the velvet underground was dope and it's sad that it's gone that was like a, a cool ass record store you know, also 45 Revolution that was over there off of uh, next to the Grain Cafe. What is that? Fourth and Jimeno, I think it is. Fourth and Guadalajara? I think somewhere over there. Fourth there, there was 45 Revolution. Then there was Zed Records, you know, over there by the traffic circle. And they would also host shows and shit like that. So it's sad to, yeah, see a lot of these places just kind of just fall away because now because of the the downloads and everything everything you can watch everything on youtube where back then you could buy cds or tapes and everything but it's not like that but now it's always still be i mean vinyls and people still buying vinyls oh yeah vinyls i collect vinyl records so how much how much vinyl <laughs> how much vinyls you got how like i used to have a lot i have a lot of 45s because of the punk scene and all that uh-huh <laughs> that was sorry. That was that was my son telling. That was my son telling me one thirty to have my Rick James bitch. I was like, I like that little thing. Yeah. I thought it was like a little sound bite. I'm like, it's Rick James. Bitch. I was like, all right. So, um, with all that stuff, what when you're done um, with high school and everything, did you go to college or anything? Did not. I did. 
I actually dropped out of high school because I just dropped out. I was 17. I just needed like, I think it was like 10, 20 credits, some shit like that. Like I just needed just a little bit and uh-huh. I just decided to say fuck school and I just fucking went after music. Uh-huh. And, so, and music, that's always been you. Music, 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 music has always been my background since a kid. Since a kid, I was always just music, drawn music, like two playing drums specifically first, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like I just pursued music. I love music so much, man. Like that's that's pretty much my life. Did you, were you only particular with certain like, like uh, music or just, you just loved everything? I loved music, but as I was growing up, I started hating certain music. <laughs> I hated Spanish music, like uh, Mexican regional music, like Ramon Ayala, Corridos, Banda. I fucking hated it with a passion, bro, growing up, but because I had a different attachment to what it was, you know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah. You, 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 <laughs> you kind of have to relate to it because I know uh, my mom and my grandma, yeah. they were listening to uh, to to the Riveras and, you know, we're in you're from North Long Beach. Yeah. They're right here oh, next man. door. I didn't like none of the music growing up like that. I was like, I'm a punk rocker. I'm going to stay with punk rock, ska, and reggae. That's my shit. Rock in Espanol. I used to play in uh, Spanish rock bands after what? the punk scene. And I would play in a little bit of like, I was just in a lot of different bands. I always like to be involved in music because I love music, man. Mm-hmm. So. That was my thing. I know. When it comes to music and everything, um, when I was, like, telling people, like, hey, I'm going to get fish on, yeah. they were like, this guy's a legend. It's like, what do you mean? Because, <laughs> I mean, this is the... No, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, yeah, like, yeah, that'd yeah. be sarcastic, but yeah. it was like, you you know a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, is it... Because you like... You, you make... Because um, we're talking on Saturday, and yeah. you like to build... You like to help out people. All the time, man. Day and, one. Day and you one. don't see that these days. Nah, man. Um, I always... Yeah, you don't see that a lot. Where people who have a status or who have built something for themselves to help out other people. You know what I mean? That are trying to get into whatever it is. You know, whatever business it is or industry it is. Like, yeah. you, a lot of people don't put other people on. And I always made it a fact. A promise to myself the day that I'm able to put anybody on... I'm going to put them on with nothing. I don't ask for anything in return. I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to fucking charge you to fucking post something on on my social media. I'm not going to do any of that. Like, oh, paid partnership or like you pay me to put you on. I'm never going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, but Mm -hmm. it's, I wish the community in certain specific areas of Long Beach, like mainly clothing brands, and I'm not going to point fucking fingers to anybody but i wish the clothing brands would help each other out more you know like to to help each other you know build a bigger community because i i feel there's a lot of like um it's clicky there is it's more like fuck man i it's like i want to word it properly i just feel that there's a lot of like um it's like a scarcity mindset where it's like i'm not gonna put you on because i feel like if i put you on you're gonna take all of my revenue or my shine or my shine or you're going to become bigger than me and my thing is like i put people on in the hopes that they become bigger than me i want them to fucking have way more success than they than the success that they think i have or see you know what i mean it's like i'd rather put people on because i want you to fucking totally fucking grow bigger than me you know you know i i i see that a lot and also in podcasts as well 
um, is very because you might take their subscribers or listens <laughs> or or stuff like that. Yeah. So, oh, hey, how come this guy's on live at 8 p.m. and, and I was supposed to be on? He, he took all my followers. Shit like that. I think, and, yeah. But it's like, and you're right, I am like that. I like to help out. Yeah. And some people take it the wrong way. It's like, you know, make me, I don't want that. It's like, you're not seeing the picture. Yeah. You know, because with you, you have all the experience with anything. Yeah. Because I, I, when, I think we were talking a while back last year, and I said to you, and you're like, kind of smirk, like, really? It's like, I consider you as like a renaissance man. Because you have, because you you can go and do anything. Yeah. You you just have your mind on if it's business, if it's music, if it's yeah. social media. It's it's hard. It's hard to juggle with all that stuff. But it is. But I because I like to just be well rounded, and I just like to be in the creative circle with everything. Like I'm everywhere. Uh huh. I just my network. I love to network with so many people because. Everybody knows that your net worth is your network, you know, but I mean, I network because I just like to meet new people, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because I like to have a Rolodex of people that are in different areas and services because a lot of times I might be somewhere and somebody's looking for like a specific service or they're looking for a specific like person and I just happen to remember somebody and be like, ah, and I connect them. I've connected Aye. so many fucking people, bro, like... And plug so many people, like, together, and then they just fucking blow up. And I just sit there, I'm like, that's dope as fuck. <laughs> that is dope as fuck because it's like, holy shit, I, may, I facilitated that, you know what I mean? Like, that moment for them to connect, and now they're fucking, like, doing great. Do you know who uh, who I had on the podcast, and you we, you know them as well, yeah. uh, uh, Alfredo and Gabby. Oh, and, I, and I asked Alfredo, how did you find my podcast? Oh, because of fish. Yeah. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I said, yeah. I was like, wow. And having them on and, and look at how, I mean, this guy, they can do it all. Yeah. I mean, their, their Minchilada is like a small business. I had them as a sponsor. Yeah. It's good, delicious. Thanks for the invite. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I mean, they're blowing up and, and he knows and he's getting out there how I see you yeah. and, and certain other people and stuff. And you just want to see people that you know blossom. That's it. And even people that I don't know. Wow. Like, I want them to all fucking succeed because it's possible. Like, I just want to be somebody that is living proof that you can make shit happen in your life. What made you decide what, you, what you're talking about now yeah. There has to be something looking back in your childhood or teenage years mm. where to the point, I want to help out. I want to do this. Some, I don't know what. I feel it's in my heart. I need to help out. There's always has to be a year or a place or a time that everything just came to fruition. Like when I was young, like what moment did I have? Like, yeah, oh man, like growing yeah. up, like, well, for one, I think for me, man, it's kind of crazy. I mean... Growing up, I always saw a lot of my family struggle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just seeing people struggle, and it wasn't just financially. It was, like, emotionally. A lot of that, like, made me want to just help people. Like, it just, like, fuck, I got to do something. Like, I've always wanted to give back to them. You know, like, give back in a way because to inspire others, really. You know, that there's a different way to uh, to live a life because growing up, I saw chaos. I saw alcoholism. I saw drug abuse. I saw 
fucking sexual abuse, like all of these abuses to try to cover up uh, parts of themselves, uh, part, parts of their life. And, you know, growing up, you'd look at it as normal. So I remember having those, you know, trying to do those things in my life to try to cover up fucking pain in my life. Oh. And then I had a moment where I'm like, from childhood seeing that to a moment in my adult life where I was like, dude, I just can't do this anymore. There has to be a better way. And I always said, fuck it, if I can transform my life and I can share that journey and stories with others and it could help them, then by all means, I'll do it. That's the thing I like, Fish. Like, we all look for that inspiration. We're living in a day of age yeah. where uh, anxiety, divorce, cheating, oh. uh, suicides, it's, all, it's on an all-time high. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even with the in, in mental awareness, I think is this month. And, okay. and I want to have a lot of good people talk about that. And, and the stuff that, just like how you're talking about, I went, I went through the same things too, but at the yeah. same time, I was homeless. So You did mention that, and that's, that to me, that's tough. That's it's something where it 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 can it can be very very triggered triggering. Yeah, I'm not say triggered, but at the same time, is how do you have that that grudge? It's like fuck, man. I gotta get out of this. I gotta get out of this. Yeah. Until you get out of that hole, and it's like, hey, man, I did it, because now people who hear this episode, they might be inspired by this episode. Like, hey, man, hey, fish, thank you for for yeah. coming on the Mega Mass podcast. <laughs> yeah. Or you know. Everyone's looking for inspiration. Everyone's looking for hope these days. Yes, they are. There's a lot of information out there. Yes. Um, quote Tony Robbins. Uh, we're drowning in information and we're starving for wisdom. Oof. You know what I mean? Because yes. we are. You know, I can tell you and, and a lot of people talk about shit and they don't walk the walk mm. you know what i mean a lot of people are out here saying like you gotta do you should do this in your life you could do this 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 and then you look at their life and it's like they're not ref reflecting nothing of what the fuck they're talking about you know what i mean so i feel like for me to share my story and my journey i always wanted to do that when the moment of the brand came into my life you know that's that's when that started what how were you how, how <laughs> were you what, when you started the press like man you know what I don't know how it's gonna be but it's gonna blow up never never I never thought anything of the brand I never asked for a brand and I told I think this is where I was like I, this is the part where I've always wanted to share how Stay Anchored even fucking started yes you know what I mean so let's talk about it I'm gonna background story I had. A little shop on Pacific and like 19th with my brother was called Latin Soul. Okay. Right. And it was there for a while. Right. So our whole thing was like, we're going to bring Latin art and we're going to introduce it to you know, Long Beach. You know, it's like the cultura de, Mexi de Mexico, you know, the, the arts, todo lo que era cultura de Mexico. We had it there. You know what I mean? So even my friend who does like custom sugar skull, shout out to Danny, um, super dope artist. Um, but we had like paintings and like, you know, art little pieces. Y todo, right. So we had that good concept wrong area of long beach because it was more of a not on the side that a lot of people wanted to spend money on art over there by pacific avenue pacific right there by, by okay so oh, wow. like oh yeah pacific and pch you know oh, so, oh yeah i know where that's it, at it's, you know so right where people, that fuck place is at yeah so literally next to F america or yeah, what, yeah, yeah, america yeah. or whatever it's called right uh -huh, yeah. bomb ass fucking fun anyway. oh yeah so but it was like literally like a couple stores, a couple, you know, stores down, right? So we had that great concept, but not a lot of people want to spend money. 
So that was only a seventh month stint that we were there, right? Well, we're going to say there was about three months left of our like little thing that we had, like a little lease term that we had with the landlord, right? Yes. So like, we're going to be moving out in three months. My brother's like, fuck it. Okay. So for some, something in me said, I don't want to stop here. I was into music, but I felt like I wanted to do something else with my life. Right. So man, I get in my car. I was at the shop late. I was like, fuck it. It was like 1030, almost close to 11. And I was just hanging out there. I'm like, I was just thinking, 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 right? And then I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I don't want to stop. Like, I, I, I still want to pursue something. So I'm in my car and I'm driving home. And I just, I pray for something. I can't say what I prayed for, but I prayed for something. And in that moment, the whole image of the LB, the anchor, and stay anchored, the name, everything came to me in that one moment. I went oh. home. I sketched it out on paper, and I sent it to my friend. Oh, you did your own drawing? I, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I sketched know. it myself. Okay. Yeah, most of the concepts and designs that everybody sees, um, I sketch them out. Wow. I, okay. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So okay. I'm very involved in all of the designs that I do gotcha. you know, and that gotcha. I release. Um, so here, I get home. I sketch it. I put it on paper. And then I send it to my homie. You know, he's a graphic artist. I'm like, can you make it look nice and decent and shit so it looks fucking presentable? So I have the logo now, and I have the name. This whole, well, I mean, people can't see it, but there's a big-ass sign in my in yeah. right here where we are. Uh-huh. But that was the original logo, the original concept, everything. And I had that, and I sat with that for a month. Because I was debating what the fuck I was going to do with it. So when... And that stands out, too. Yeah, and it's crazy. So the first thing I ever made was hats. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to make some hats and I'm going to give them to my friends and my family. Right? So I try to <laughs> try to sell them to my friends and family, right? I'm like, well, they're probably going to just buy it because out of pity, right? It's like, oh, don't make fish feel bad. You know what I mean? Like, we'll just buy a hat. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's a cool design, cool thing. Well, fuck, dude. I never set out to make a brand out of it. I never said like, yo, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to compete with these local fucking other clothing brands. Never. I just sold it to friends and family and their friends started wanting the hats. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like they actually want to buy this shit. Yeah. It's like crazy. So I ended up going to the volleyball court. So from there I was like, okay, so I'm going to background it there a little bit of more backstory naturally i'm an introverted person i'm not extroverted i don't like talking to people i keep to myself that's Mm. where i was in that moment right observe and study i I was just like i'm just like i'm just chill i just like to be a fucking little hermit and shit right so i was like all right well when you ask for something and there's a bigger calling for you in life like purpose comes into play it pushes you out of your comfort zone it's gonna tear you apart but it's going to put you back together. Is it because you were kind of shy to talk to people? I was shy. I was more like, didn't have the confidence to talk to somebody. Me too. To sell something, right? So I started listening to these audio books. I'm like, all right, well, I was listening to Les Brown one day and he said some shit that changed my whole fucking life. He said, in order to have the things you've never had before, you're going to have to become somebody you've never been before. Wow. And that fucking changed my whole fucking life. I said, okay, all right, I trust you, universe, whatever you guys want to believe in, God, spirit. I said, I trust you with this whole thing. 
It's scary as fuck because I've never been this type of person. Yeah. So I said, fuck it. And in that moment, I allowed myself to get just torn apart. And rebuilt in a way, you know, that's a stronger me, a more confident me, like more... Need all that experience, whatever. You know, so you have to allow yourself to literally fall apart. And then rebuild yourself in this different way, right? So did that. And then I said, fuck it. Well, where am I going to go sell these hats? Um, The volleyball courts, right? People need hats. I don't know. Fucking go to the beach. Here (laughs) I go with a fucking box of... A little cardboard box full of hats and I'm out there and I'm like fumbling my words, bro. I can't even (laughs) fucking talk to people. I'm like, I'm shy. I'm like, um, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking stuttering. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, um would you like to buy one of my hats type of shit? Like a fucking awkward fucking, like when you're trying to like ask the, the, the cute girl out in fucking high school, but you're so fucking shy. So you're like stuttering and shit. So oh my I'm God. like, that was me, bro. Trying to sell some shit. And I'm like, ah, Hello, only, only if I was there to see that. Only if I was there. Because, oh. I, because I have a huge, because I was antisocial. Yeah. There you go. I had a huge stuttering problem oh. and I just, I was shy. And that's the thing is like, well, gee, if I'm going to start a podcast, I got to get out of this, this comfort zone. Yeah. Because I have to do something which I never did before. Yeah. And I have to be like, well, how am I going to conquer the stuttering? Well, I got to start talking to people. I got to yeah. do this. I have yeah. to be more shy. Because what yeah. happens if you might go up there and say, hey, we need a speaker. Do you want to speak for our school and all that? Mm-hmm. You might do that one day. So I was like, well, let's start a podcast. And this is where we at. There. Have you ever had schools that reached out to you for it, like motivation or anything like that? Or there was a I forget I would I think it was gonna be for like Wilson. They wanted me to kind of go out there and like talk to some people. You know what I mean? But obviously timing is everything. It wasn't the right time. Yeah. But I mean, I've always seen myself as not this crazy inspiring or interesting person i just do what i do Uh and that's it like that's literally it and if people find it inspiring or like you know anything like that then that's cool but it's never been my intention to become inspiring my whole thing has just been i'm gonna just share my journey yeah my story and if some part and there's another there's another part i think people should i'm not gonna say should but it'd be nice and if they feel comfortable enough to share their stories. There's this quote, you know, the the dead parts of you is honey for others. You kind of, you know... I'm thinking the, about that. The mainly, like, saying, like, the pain that I've gone through in my life is honey for others because, it, it you know, it's it could benefit them. So by oh. sharing the dead parts of me, the shit that I've been through, the worst shit, well, it's honey for others. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I, I think, never heard of that before. Yeah, I when I read that fucking like little quote, I was like, "Holy shit, that makes sense." You know what I mean? Because super makes sense. Yeah, you know. So people when they see like when you tell it's like honey to them. Yeah, they want that story. They, they want, want that, that story. inspiration. They want to hear shit from people that have gone through hell. Why is that? Because uh, if you've had it good your whole life, like you are self-made. Me, I like everything that I've learned has been on my own fucking will. Uh-huh. I've had to learn it. Yeah, no other choice. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't. I didn't go to school for business. I didn't go to school for uh, clothing, apparel, uh, marketing, uh, branding. Nothing. Everything has just. I've wanted it so fucking bad that I just said, "I'm gonna figure it out." Because you have that street smart. 
Yes. And also, think about it. If you didn't go to school, you, you would have to pay all that shit back. But to, that's yeah. going to take a long time. Well, I, yeah, because even like, you know, when I was uh, started uh, my studio, it was the same shit where it's like, um, I can go to school and I'll come out with a certificate, but I don't have the experience. Or I can go and learn and go intern somewhere and fucking grind and do that and s- the same amount of money that I would have put into school at least I have all this music equipment now to fucking actually make me money and I have hands-on experience so I think a lot of people need to get their hands dirty to appreciate what they're doing more because a lot of people because you go to school you feel more entitled like look like, at me like, like, like look at me I fucking went to business school nothing wrong with people who hey, go to college Dr. And Steven. business school right <laughs> like all this Oh Fredo thanks for fighting Mega Man <laughs> Oh sorry <laughs> no, but it's like shit like that where it's like dude I think you just have to have the drive the fucking passion that you want to do this and that grind. you're going to be willing to fucking grind and you're going to be willing to fucking fail make mistakes and get the fuck back up after each single time learn it and keep fucking pursuing it and that's the shit that i want to share more with people it's like all of the failures because everybody sees maybe stay anchored and they're like well they're lucky or oh you know they're they're doing well with their branding or their marketing and their social media and it's that's not the case you know it's like you you learn as you know from all that was there ever a time you're like man i don't know why i'm doing this for yeah. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I should just hang it up. Yeah. But someone's like, man, you know what? I'm going to see how this is and just kind of go along with it and see how, how it goes. Yeah. There's been more moments than none <laughs> that you sit there and you're just like, your back's against the wall. You're like, how the fuck am I going to figure this out? Um, I need to create more revenue. I have a fucking team. I have this. And sometimes you're like, man, well, it's easier just to fucking give up. But that's the weak side of you. You know what I mean? And there's been moments and I just, I just tell myself, shut the fuck up. Like whatever that thought was came from a space of insecurity Mm -hmm. and I just smashed that bitch. I'm just like, nope, not today. And you just fucking have to cancel that fucking thought out. You, you saw the thought, it came in and then you just say, nope, we're here for this. When those moments come, I always remind myself why I started. And what is my main purpose through this whole brand and what I'm trying to achieve through it. And that just, man, it just brings me back to present moment. And I just like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Okay. You know, but. Yeah. I want to, I want to ask a a very, um, you don't have to ask this, but you know, this is really a little deep, deep question. How did you dealt with for these past two years from these COVIDs? Because, you know, a lot of small businesses didn't make it. I mean, half of our city was shut down. I mean, you seen small businesses. Maybe you had friends here. Yeah. They lost business and whatever. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was sad to see a lot of friends' businesses fucking just go away. You know, but when the pandemic hit, um, like I said, I was more hermit mode. <laughs> so it didn't really affect me like that. Yeah. But like, well, you got to stay home. like, well... I usually I'm fucking home anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what happened in the pandemic was what I started noticing. I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? Can't do no pop-ups. And then 
I instantly noticed that I'm like, people are going to need something to watch. People are going to need distraction. Mm. So I was lucky enough to have rented a little office space from Austin. Shout out to Austin Coastline Stitches. We were on PCH in Oregon. You actually got to go and see that little makeshift store that I had did there. Yeah. So I just remember I'm like, I'm just going to go to the shop every single day. We never stopped through the pandemic like every day I was going and I would just remember I would go live every day and I hated going live because I never wanted to be in front of the camera and I just remember I'm like well if I can just share stuff with them I think it'll help people and it was it was a good distraction for people and I think for stay anchored as a as a you know as a brand we actually we blew up more through the pandemic that's good you know what I mean because Obviously, people wanted to receive things in the mail and distract their mind from what was going on in that moment. So I do remember, you know, the pandemic, but it was for some it was like a nightmare. And for some, it was a blessing in disguise. That is. I feel like with those two years, you know, when a lot of people were going live because, you know, when you're really locked down and you're there for two years of thinking, this was the only time to have a reset button and say, hey. Mega Man, what am I doing wrong? Oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing this, this, and this. Yeah. I'm never going to get this time again to reset my life and get everything in order. Yeah. Let's do it now. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing. It was, man. And seeing you blossom and seeing you blow up and a lot of people, I went through a lot of hard times and now that my podcast is ranked number two of all of LA. And fuck yeah, bro. I'm proud of you, man, on I'm, that shit. Because I remember when you were like, dude, this is what I'm trying to do. This is what I'm trying to achieve two years ago type shit. You know, when we first, I think that's when we first connected. Like, well, no, yeah. Because during the pandemic, that's when you had, you know, visited over there. I went so, to yeah, over at PCH. So we yeah. had actually met before then. Yeah. But I don't think you had mentioned nothing about a podcast at that moment yet. I don't, I don't know think about, you did. I think I did, but it was like in the early stages. Okay, so it might have been early stages, but I remember you're like, dude, I'm doing this podcast, I'm doing this podcast, and then you're like, dude, I'm doing... All of then you were scheduling all these people. I'm like, this motherfucker's working his ass off. You know, you're working hard. And I was trying to bring the who's who. And, and now you have, I don't know how many fucking episodes you've done. Well, actually, I'm at, <laughs> well, this is, well, actually, this is 243, but I'm at yeah. 436. Yeah. But if you're including the Mega Mess podcast, the Mega Man After Darks, and also guest appearances. Oh, I you think got I, a fuck ton. I got, I think I'm at 908 episodes. There you go, man. So, I mean... It's a lot. Hard it's, it's work a... recognizes hard work. Man. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work. Yeah. You can be talented, motherfucker, dude. And if you're not getting up because you're comfortable to think that your talent is going to override hard work, you're fucked. You got it fucked up. You can so, be talented, but if you don't got that hard work work ethic... I do. You're done. And I'm going to say this because a lot of people think, oh, a podcast is easy. I just worked last night from 9 p.m. to 7.30. Come yeah. home, took a two-hour rest, and come over here. Hashtag Team No Sleep. Dude. And I'm doing a podcast right now because I am not missing this episode. This is an exclusive. <laughs> this is an exclusive. But it, it's just it's a lot of hard work, and, and that's what I have to do. You know, just try to get my podcast out there and, yeah. and you know, sky's the limit. Because that's, like, you you have goals. I have goals. Yeah. I got to be, I want to be a guest on Joe Rogan. That's my goal. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. What's if, your goals? What's your goals? Oh, man. I have so many fucking goals. Okay, dude. we'll start for 2022. <laughs> Obviously, the goals for the 
Well, I mean, I have personal goals. I have, um, you know, business goals, and then I have the goals for Stay Anchored. And I'm going to yeah. share this, the goals for Stay Anchored, right? Because I think that's what most people want to probably know and yeah. know about, right? What are the fucking goals of this brand? Well, obviously, before the end of this year, we are, one of my goals is to open up a flagship uh, retail space, Ooh. which is already in the works. And I okay. kind of been keeping it quiet um, because I'm the type of person that, uh, you know, there's a saying in Spanish, en boca cerrada no entra mosca. You know, it's like, translation is like, you know, uh, a fly won't fly into a fucking open mouth. You know what I mean? So I'm very quiet. I, you know, I make my moves in silence and that's what I do. But that's a big goal for us as a brand this year is to open up the flagship store after eight years. We've, you know, we did a six month pop up on Broadway Gaviota. It was cool. It was just, you know, it was a good opportunity, you know what I mean? But now, you know, we're getting ready to position ourselves in a in a better location. And you have all your stuff, everything. We're ready. All your hats. We're like, ready. I want that polo shirt. Yeah, we're ready. I saw that polo shirt on Sasha. I should have bought that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, but I love all your hats. I mean, I support, you know me, I support you all the way. Yeah. And I, it's like, I appreciate hey. it, man. And a lot of people are like, hey, where'd you get that hat? It's like, hey, go to Stanker. That's that's my boy. I, I really appreciate all the love. Uh, everybody has supported us from day one. And if you just found out about us yesterday, you're still at day one from that moment on. And the support that we've received throughout the years has been insane. I never thought that we would be where we are. Like, you know, like it's crazy. <laughs> it's Sometimes I sit there and I try not to think about all of the oh yeah you know you're doing all this cool shit i get so awkward when i see somebody else that, that i don't know at all you know outside of a friend or a family member who's wearing one of the hats or one of the shirts i get so awkward about it why i, I don't know what it is man I, it's because i just you know i'm just so focused on working wow. you know like that i don't i feel like for me if i recognize that i've made it to a certain level it feels like I never want to get comfortable. I want to That's say true. uncomfortable in my work ethic. You know, like always wanting to do more. Yeah. I recognize, you know, a certain level of achievements that I've done and through the brand, but it's not what I'm doing it for. I've won Best of Long Beach three years in a row, right? And I never hung up none of the certificates and it's nothing bad and you know i'm not it's that i don't care about the award show or none of that i think it's amazing you know what you know uh long beach home living does for the best of long beach and everything but i don't do it for the certificates i don't do it for the trophies i don't do it for the wins it's not what my drive is which is might throw people off <laughs> but i don't do it for that it's never been hitting the goal it's always been about the journey for me who the fuck i'm becoming on the way to that little mile marker and i just i you have to have a mile marker you have to have something yeah. to shoot for and aim for right but it's never that it's always what i've become and who i'm becoming on the way there I that's remember, most important oh yeah i remember when i had martin moreno on the podcast he's always on tour with fluffy he yeah. he put me on the spot uh, shout out to Liberation, rest in yeah. peace. You know, he said to me, Mega Man, what's your end game? Yeah. And I says, I don't know. 
this is enjoy the ride. You're doing this episode with me. Enjoy every minute of it because you never know. This episode might be your last. So when I thought that, Dude. oh man, that gave me the fucking chills, man. <laughs> when I when I thought that, yeah. I was thinking to myself, "There's times, fish. I don't want to do a podcast. I'm yeah. mentally drained." Yeah. But those are the things. Like, come on, Mega Man, you got to dig more deep. Let's do it. You got to get them. Come on, let's do it. Yeah. And look where it's at now. It's like, man, I had I had to push my mental capacity to another level just for me to get get up and come drive over here and yeah. have you on my podcast. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad I did. Yeah. And that's the motivation. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Because you never know. If I missed this day, it would have been like, well, he had his chance. Yeah. Well, it's like, it, and, and the thing is, um, I, I don't see you as motivated. I see you as disciplined and Very committed. Because there's a difference. Some people are like, well, I'm motivated. Motivation fucking wears off so fucking quick when you're disciplined and you're committed. And I just shared that on my fucking story on my, my personal account. Um, that equals success. Discipline plus um, commitment equals success. I do this. I do it. And that's why you're going to be successful. And then, That's why anybody who's whatever it is that they're pursuing, if they have discipline and commitment, they will fucking succeed because people who are motivated are just interested and do it on the days that they actually feel that little motivation to do it. I get up and I work out no matter fucking what, dude. Oh, I feel like this. Oh, I might get up a little bit on the fucking this. Or I'm grumpy or I'm this. Or I'm like, oh, I feel off. I don't give a fuck, dude. I literally tell myself, we're doing this every day no matter how you fucking feel. That's hard to do. That, that, that to I'm, me, that, that can break some people. I'm committed, bro. You have to I be. am disciplined and I'm committed. And that's, that overflows into everything else that I do. What, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're disciplined, committed. That's what you're going to be as a friend, as a partner, as a father. You're going to be loyal As too. a leader. As a, you know, everything. That, that just, you know, overflows into everything. So it's like the way you do one thing is the way you're going to do everything in your life. Mm-hmm. You know? And so there's always have to be a balance. Because when I started okay. doing the podcast, there was no balance. There was no structure. Yeah. But when you start... Like, okay, when the when you have a build more experience, okay, I'll do this way, do this, and now you control with my job. It's balanced with my job, with my family, with the podcast, yeah, and spending time with the kids. I have I have a setup now. I will always, I'll always give that advice. Make sure that you know whatever it is that you're doing in life, and if it's a business or whatever it is, make sure that you build your business around your life not your life around your business that's a big one all right and while you're out there don't forget to fucking create a life while you're making a living yeah yeah Yeah. you know that's just that's just some advice that you know you know i got told and it made a lot of sense i see people who fall because of that yeah yeah, because right from my eyes. Because then you're not gonna have fulfillment in life. You're just gonna be like, oh, I made all this fucking money, I got all this success, but I'm unhappy as fuck. Or I, you know, I just hustled and I worked my ass off, and I, I, I'm fucking sixty years old, and okay, I made money. That's it. You didn't fucking buy yourself experiences in life. You just wanted to be a provider for everybody, and that was it. It's like, come on. Some fuck pe- man you fall into a trap sometimes you know yeah the hustle and this and materialistic shit it's good man hustle 
buy yourself that house, invest your money properly, you know, give back, do all of those things, set up your fucking family, your kids, yeah. your IRAs, your 401ks, and you got all this shit and make sure that, you know, you got all your shit in place and that's all good. But it's like, at the same time, man, like, don't get it all fucked up and, and just fall into like keeping up with the Joneses and make sure it make sure that why you're chasing your dream is because you want to chase a dream not because you're chasing it because your parents wanted you to do that or you're trying to impress your family you're trying to do this shit make sure that you're doing it to impress yourself that's true you know what I mean that's like <laughs> <laughs> fuck man I know like, hey, you better take through anyone who, who's here in this episode you know you better write some notes this guy's dropping some knowledge and you know I'm, dude we haven't we haven't really scratched the surface so right nah. now I know we haven't <laughs> we man. haven't we haven't I know right now we're gonna take a break right now and we'll be right back what's up everyone Mega Man here I hope you're liking this episode uh, follow my boy Fish from uh, Staying Anchored I want to talk just for a, a couple minutes before we get back to the episode. This is the last week of uh, of May, which is Mental Awareness Month, everyone. Um, if you know anyone who's having a hard time, alone, uh, dealing with grief, um, depressed, um, having anxiety, or any other thing, show them love. Uh, just don't do it once a month. You know, do it. 365 days a year man because uh there's a lot of crazy things going on in this world and um we just got to show people love whatever we do um i'm pretty much in a way you know i just been i just want to say i'm so thankful on a lot of things you know uh my change of position of at my work the podcast is going in a different direction um just pretty much in a way, um, you know, getting that love back from my mom because, you know, my mom and I were very distant and we renewed um, that that mother and son love. And, um, you know, whatever ill will or any stuff that happened with any falls fallouts with people, um, I just want to say, you know, I apologize. Best of luck to you. Um, but to me, it's like I just want to move forward and and go to a positive direction because, um, you know, when I said earlier, my podcast is changing. There's been a lot of uh, good people coming on the podcast that opened my mind on a lot of things. And I want to give a shout out to um, uh, Justin uh, Lipford. Uh, he works for the YMCA in the, the county of San Diego. And, uh, you know, that guy changed my life. My homie predict what the Sevilla CCC, um, the episode of Frank Hernandez, Commitment Soldier from Foods Gone Wild, uh, Gil from American Cholo, uh, shout outs to King Mexico, Brown, uh, shout outs to West Coast Graffiti, uh, shout outs to Flo Farasastan Podcast, Incredible Javier. I mean, there's the list goes on and on. Um, I'm just learning from all of you. Uh, if it's for me to be a better podcaster, uh, a better person, a better father, and just do things very diligently and also always show love and, and bring people hope and inspiration, um, I'm going to do that. And also just a heads up, be on the lookout for the Street Post podcast um, I did with uh, – with my homie Bobby, he's a host for Street Post podcast, and yeah, we had another guest, uh, Diaper Boy, but um, 
that episode is probably going to be the last time um, I talk about a lot of controversial stuff. Um, I just wanted to vent and uh, let it all out. Um, so that will be like a three-hour episode. I, I might get some some crap, but you know what? It is what it is. Moving forward, I just want to bring people that are going to make a a change in my life and and just bring inspiration because I know um, a lot of people who listen to the Mega Mass podcast, um, I hear you guys and ladies. I I see the DMs, you know, um, I know, I, I know how it is and you're not alone. I know there's people dealing with grief, you know, lost of loved ones and, um, and I'm not going to mention, but I was talking to someone, um, he was having suicidal thoughts and I had to talk to him for a couple hours and and kind of calm him down and everything so it's all about love man it's all about love and maybe God put me here to have a purpose to spread that love and also um maybe in a way um people who listen to my podcast is going to heal their wounds and and you know to let go of the past and start a new chapter and stuff so I'm going to do whatever I can to bring the best people uh, to come on the Mega Mass podcast. And um, like I said, follow um, Fish Friends to Anchor, um, follow Roxanne's Bar, uh, shout outs to Gabby and Alfredo from Sangle La Digle uh, Minchiladas, uh, shout outs to my homie James, OB Food Coma. I mean, the list goes on and on. And um if you have a good story to tell and you want to come on the Mega Mass Podcast, just DM me on Instagram at the Mega Mass Podcast. And I will just look into it and see if you're a right fit to come on my podcast, you know. So because my podcast is it is really um invitation only. And also I'm gonna be a guest uh this week. Uh uh CCC podcast, my homie predict. I'm gonna be a guest on that. I'm gonna be a guest on JR and the crew. Uh we don't smoke the same. And um, more things to come on the Mega Man's podcast. And if and also, if you would like to sponsor the Mega Man's podcast, just go to my DMs on Instagram or on Twitter. All right. Talk to you later. Now let's get back to the episode. And we are back. We took a little uh, break. Hey, I like that portrait you have in that bathroom, El Chapo. <laughs> you know, that, that picture stands out. Be like, fuck, dude. Right. I know. Um, talk to me about this little studio you have. It's it. This is like a little man cave. This is what I like. This is what I want. You know, have a little... Well, I mean, you have your little, like, sound. You have couches right here. You got booth. You got everything. It's like, I gotta have one of these. Oh, man. So, yeah. Just, uh... This studio, well, I built it over the years, you know what I mean? So it uh-huh. started in my bedroom. Okay. So when I first started, like, even recording. Uh-huh. Um, I used to record way, way back in the days, and I never looked at it that I was doing, like, I was recording, but we couldn't afford a recording studio at that time um, because digital recording was barely becoming a thing, and it was very fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, so... I bought a, from a yard sale, my dad bought me a little cassette deck recorder fucking thing. And I just, I wanted it. For some reason, I looked at it, I'm like, oh, it has a left, right, like little slider thing that I can fucking adjust the volume with. Yeah. And it was just basic, a cassette deck, right? So I bought it, and then I ended up going to Radio Shack and buying um, a little uh, 
microphone extenders and little fucking splitters and shit. And I would record our demos, our practices. So that was my first stint at recording, mm-hmm. right? So I would record, you know, my band that I was in. And then other bands around us, like other homies, they're like, oh, where'd you record that? And I'm like, well, I did. And they would pay me 20 bucks. 20 bucks back then. I was like 16, 15. That's a lot of money back that, then. That's a lot of money. It was like know. 50 bucks back then. Well, yeah, it was it was money in, in general. I was like, okay, I get paid to fucking just record. I'm like, okay, I'm down. I got this shit. So I did that whole thing. And um, yeah, I would go to the punk shows for like a dollar, two dollars. I was able to go buy some 40s, catch the bus, and then you know, pay for, like, a girl to get in the show. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, damn, this motherfucker got money. He gonna pay for my entrance and buy me a 40 and what all this co- shit. Okay, and, okay, hold on, hold on. And I'm gonna buy, hold I'm gonna buy her a jumbo jack after we get out the show. So I was like, come on, ladies, man. <laughs> hey, if, 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 if he keeps up, hey, you get two tacos with that. With that jack in the, the box. I'll give you the whole number of four combo. And <laughs> oh, my God. If you get that sourdough combo, man, that's... Oh, man, hey. Hey, that's how it is. That's royalty. How were, how was how how were you like with the ladies back then? We you go, was oh, you going man. to like were you picky with ladies like you like punk girls like indie girls rock girls? I think uh, man, I'm still picky with women, man. Yeah, I've never. It's been, hard like, out there now. I've never been more of like I have a type. It's been more of like, do we vibe? I like like do I get along with you? Can I have a conversation with you and? That's always been me. Like, if I don't see myself with you, like, it's, and maybe I'm just fucking weird. Maybe I'm just like that. But I won't get with somebody if I can't see myself forever with them. I just don't waste my time, That's bro. fair. Like, I will not waste my time. I, I just feel like, you know, I'm just different. I'm just not like, you know, oh, I'm just going to go and, like, bang out this girl. It's more like, look, if I'm going to, like, actually talk to you and, like, get interested in you is because i can actually i want to see my whole self with you for a, forever you know what i mean because other than that it's like mm-hmm. i don't waste my time bro i got other shit that i gotta do social media it, it's really it's hard to find good people these days because of what <laughs> what's out there it's really to the point when you see some of the stuff on no jumper how the women are being downgraded oh. it makes it really it it, it makes it really sad to yeah. find good women because there's a lot of good women out who are not like that but when social media portrays puts, it like, portrays that. It like yeah. that it's gonna be hard it's like man this guy's gonna think I'm like this but I'm not man, social media is bullshit and people don't wanna make the time and effort to get to know each other oh, they don't that, wanna talk they exactly. just text or DMs oh dude all that phones have fucked it up back then you know like your parents or like you know, shout outs to all the the old couples that are still together. My big respect to them because yeah. they literally had to talk to each other. They had to talk things out mm-hmm. as opposed to now. It's like, oh, I'm just going to block you or I'm just going to, you know, whatever. I'm just going to message you that it's over. It's like because too easy. What? Because it's way too easy for people just to like hook up and break up. But connection takes time effort and energy and mm. everybody doesn't want to do that because everybody just like they treat business they want short-term flips just like they want instant gratification right away can, you know what i mean can, it takes and time it takes time and you know relationships are just a whole different fucking conversation you know because there's so many different factors and and 
that create the relationship you know what i mean so yeah that that's like yeah that that's that. <laughs> i was um i was in a relationship uh, a couple months back and yeah. i had to break it off it's just something wasn't it wasn't to the point it wasn't there how i wanted to be and uh i thought to myself i'm gonna take a long break because you know what i need to find myself more yeah and under understand myself because if you're looking for it you're not gonna get it back but if I'm not looking for it, then it'll come to me. Yeah, well, yeah. It's kind of, it's 50-50. Don't look, uh, and kind of advice is like, don't go looking for love. No. I say, uh, love yourself and then attract that love. Yeah. You, you know, attract what it is that you want into your life, you know. Yeah. But also be careful on what you're judging. Because if you, if you have judgment in your life, you're going to attract judgment people that'll judge you into your life too so it's like crazy <laughs> but like there's there's so many things that you so many assumptions so that what i'm really trying to say is like uh guard you know your thoughts you mm. know you guard your thoughts make sure that your thoughts are in alignment with what it is that you want because you will attract that into your life i feel mm. like me um i'm always you know observing my thoughts and whatever thoughts don't deserve me i just don't attach to it i don't give it attachment i don't judge it i just observe it and i don't give it my energy you think a lot, huh? You like you just sit down. You think a lot of things. That's how I'm a. I'm a. I'm I, like I think a lot. I'm like you know. I'm obviously we have. I forget what it, what it is. We have over how many hundred fucking thousand, or uh, whatever thoughts in a day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, out of those thoughts, though, which ones actually are real and are relevant to what it is that you want to attract into your life, though? Uh-huh. It's like you know you got to filter, and the more conscious you are of your thoughts, the more awareness you have of your thoughts you're able to filter those thoughts you know what i mean so it's like you constantly have to be filtering your thoughts as they're coming in you know it's like does that serve me does that not serve me is that coming from a place of um insecurity is this thought coming from anger love whatever it is and then you got to just make sure that you filter but don't judge it either you know it's like if you have a bad thought just observe it it's like that's interesting that 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 thought came from fucking where you know what i mean but it's like don't judge it just allow it to be Mm -hmm. you know don't but don't give it energy either (laughs) so so stay away from stay so always stay away from the negativity of that's that's always gonna be an everyday struggle well look man we're both light and dark that is true so we are a balance i don't um judge and i don't um i don't feel bad or like try to like yeah I i don't give it a bad feeling to the darkness within me you know what I mean? Because it's like, that's what makes me me as well. You know, we're both light and dark. You're not always positive. You always have that negativity and that's what creates balance. You know what I mean? So yeah. we are we are peace and we are chaos all in one. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's true. Why is it that these days um, people can't take criticism? Ooh. That is a... That, Ooh. Yeah. You, you, want to talk, you want to shed light on this? Okay. Um, and I speak from my own self when I wasn't taking criticism well is because I was defending my ego. I was defending an identity, you know, um, Uh that I created, Mm -hmm. you know? So when somebody critiqued me, that identity that I created was offended. It was hurt. Right. So ego always wants to, it feeds off of that pain. Right. So I think, you know, that's a lot right there you know with criticism it's like people aren't confident enough to handle that 
or secure with themselves. They don't know who they really are. They're not comfortable with who they are. And I think that when they when somebody criticizes that, it like it hurts them like a lot. It can, it can, because it can fuck a person up for a whole year. It'll fuck them up real quick because you might just be like, dude, I'm good. And you're like building this whole identity of yourself. And you're like, I'm fucking solid. And, and somebody just says this one thing and it just fucking just disintegrates you. You're like, what the fuck? And you're so offended because criticism. So I used to deal with criticism pretty bad, right? In a relationship and friendships and all that. Mm-hmm. But as you grow, man, you learn to let go of that shit, the pride, the ego. Yeah. And you start asking yourself different questions, you know, um, with criticism. You know, I think uh, constructive criticism and healthy criticism is, is good in any relationship that you're in. If you're in business, you need that criticism from your team. You need that because how the fuck else are you going to know if you're doing good or not? You know, because what you think you're doing right, you're in this perspective. But in another perspective, you might be fucking up. And that criticism is important mm-hmm. because you can't always be right. <laughs> no. Everybody thinks they're always fucking right because of this whole fucking protection they're protecting themselves they're putting up these fucking walls around them because nobody can penetrate me if they say you know i i'm not listening to this or that and it's like well if you take some criticism it's not bad now if you can't take criticism then you have some work to do yeah you i have I, a lot of work to do i i, I dealt out a lot of the times on, on podcast social media and life oh fuck you yeah yeah especially you because you know you're on yeah. a podcast so yeah the, but the thing I, I what the thing I get out of it is the experience, what to do or what not to do. Yeah. And I like that. But yeah. now and back like I said earlier, yeah. there was no balance. No. Now there is. So with criticism, so obviously in your comments it gets interesting. I've seen it. Oh yeah. So do you care about how many good comments you have or how many bad comments you have? Does like Basically saying, like, do you give it more energy? Like, you, do you feel more... Uh, I'm trying to fucking word I don't even right. talk about... Like, like, if somebody puts, like, ten fucking great comments and you have one negative one, do you focus in on that one? I'll be honest with you, and uh, I used to focus on all good. Now, I want to focus on the all bad. What was that guy thinking? What, what what made him what, yeah. what made what made him type that for? What was he going through? Is he yeah. going through something like he was just pissed off yeah. at the world and this whatever? Yeah. And I would DM that person. Hey, I saw that comment. I'm not I'm not mad at you. Everyone's in touch with their own opinion. Yeah. Are you going through some stuff? Do you need to help? You want to want to talk about that's, it? That's tight. That, you, but that, you gotta that, do it yeah. because because fish. I do with people who DM me, Mega Man. I'm about to commit suicide. I'm about to do this. Yeah. Whatever. I lost one of my good friends. I won't, I won't, I'll yeah. keep it very private. He jumped off the new bridge at the Long Beach. Yeah. What am I going to do about that? Yeah. It, maybe he was asking for help. Yeah. I lost so many people. But you know what? With, when it comes to bad comments like that, it doesn't faze me because I have thick skin. Yeah. I know what it is. If it's good yeah. and bad, it, it yeah. might. I don't know. Yeah but it's it's cool though that you have the perspective um to a negative comment to reach out to somebody because at these days you don't know what anybody's going through and that's why like i 
Like, I always, like, man, like, I'm like, you don't, uh, just be good. Just be a good motherfucker in this world, man. Like, literally, You might I think have some th- bad apples down the road. There is. There is bad, but at the same time, it's like, just be good, man. You don't know what anybody's going through. Like, I say good morning, good afternoon, like, yeah. you know, to people, because, man, you don't know. That one good morning, that one good afternoon just shifted them, because they, they might, how you said, man, they're getting ready to commit suicide, and just because you're, you know, your act of kindness, it just changes everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Because how many times did you wish somebody said good morning to you or, or good night or good afternoon or you received yeah. a text message from a homie that just says, yo, man, I just want to remind you that you're loved and I'm here for you. Bro, I get that you know? all the time. But no, because pride, ego get in the way. You don't want to look like that fucking... Oh, he's just a little fucking, you know, feminine dude or some crazy shit like that. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, what the fuck are you texting me this shit? But it's like, at the end of the day, bro, like, life is beautiful, but it's delicate. It's gone. Yeah. Quick. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's why I always tell people when I do lives, I'm like, do something good for yourself today and do something for somebody else who has no way of ever repaying you. Yeah. I I mean, I get texts like that. Um, Alfredo, I mean... Uh, Big Brother Jake, you know, uh, inside the north peak. side. Yeah. You get people like, hey, Megan, I just want to let you know I'm reaching out to you. You're a cool-ass guy. Yeah. I just want to see how you're doing. Just for like, man, maybe you might need it one day. Maybe you're going through some shit. It's like, man, that that DM helped me. Yeah. Thank you. That's how I see it. Uh, I just wanted everything to be positive. But again, there will be some bad apples that you'll kind of have to push away because all they want how can how can a people how can you love how can your person just hate forever i just don't get it sooner or later you're gonna snap out of it sooner or later they will and maybe they won't and that's not your job it's not your responsibility but for the moment that they are in your presence or in your you know feed or anything it's like you just shine love that's it that's my main thing man i i just promote realness it's not that I promote this positivity and all this shit, but from day one, and it's it's there. You guys could scroll back to our first fucking post. Everything has always been a positive, like message from us. Yes, you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. always I've always instilled that into the brand. The whole name "Stay Anchored" means that stay anchored to yourself. You know, to to your truth, to whatever it is that you believe in and love. That's what "Stay Anchored" is. Oh wow! You know, so it's that's. For me, yeah, the brand name and the whole everything symbolizes a lot more than just a brand. I got, like I always say, like earlier, I didn't go home and fucking say, I'm going to build this brand and I'm going to fucking be this clothing brand and I'm going to compete with other clothing brands or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. It was never like that. I just, it kind of, this opportunity came into my life and I'm just, you know, going with it. You know, I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> doing it justice. I'm giving it life. I'm giving it its its moment because it was gifted to me to gift to everybody else. It was gifted to me to give to you. That's awesome. And I know we're we're almost at that time because I know you're a little, you're a very busy guy. But okay. uh, I just want to say, I mean, I want you coming on to do a part two, three, four, and five <laughs> because, like you said, we only scratched the surface. This is this is. There's a lot more to the brand. Uh, there's a lot more to this journey, and I feel like we're just getting started. Like, I think some people just might, you know, they see it as like, nah, you guys are it. It's like, nah. I, and always in my mind, I've just begun. You guys haven't fucking seen shit yet. 
you guys have not seen the full potential or capacity of what this brand and its message and its vision has like it's not you guys haven't seen nothing yet okay and i want like you know the audience the you know to to know that that even the, you know like my whole like you know everybody who supports the brand it's like dude we just got started that's awesome and there's so much more that i want to like build for the community you know what i mean i love long beach a lot oh, yeah. you know what i mean i we do. i we, we love I ride it. for this city you know it's tattooed on me i believe in this brand and and its message and and the whole purpose of it you know what i mean so that's awesome. But man. it's like, man, yeah, I still want to continue to talk. And I know, I, still, I know, I know. There's so much more to share with everybody. I, I feel like it's just like we're barely <laughs> touching the surface. We're giving them, we're giving them a but, sneak peek. But yeah, dude, I mean. I know, dude, I know. This, this brand just I has. I, I just, to me, just getting an exclusive with you and, <laughs> and having you on, like, finally, fuck yeah, dude. It's, it's, I, <laughs> yeah, it's been in the works, man, but everything has its timing, everything, yeah. you know. You know, everything aligns when it has to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, for the brand, man, there's a, there's more that uh, goals that are going to be set for this year. The journey will um, continue on to vlogs. And Ooh, that's going to be that's good. shared on YouTube. Oh, because yeah. I do want to share a lot of information when you're building a brand. Because I've been shared so much information while I've been trying to build my brand. And while I was building my brand, a lot of, you know, other people have shared their journey you know, not directly with me, but they put it on a platform. Gotcha. Shout outs to Randall Pitch from Live Fit Clothing, man. That guy has inspired and shaped the brand in so many ways. The way he runs his brand and structures his brand. And, you know, like he's a he's a one of the most realist motherfuckers that I've ever met. You know what I mean? Because I met him at his keynote that he had at Cal State Long Beach. Like, what was that? Like maybe a month ago and this dude is solid he's just real with it you know i was fortunate enough to have a cool conversation with him i gave him a care package and man for him to have the status that he has and for him to actually like have one of the hats that i gave him yes and post it on his social media and tag me in it says more than anything else you know what i mean because like i told you and i mentioned it um one of the times we talked it's like I looked for people around here to not give me a handout, but to help me out. And everybody shut me out. Everybody said no, because you're yeah. going to, they felt like, I've been they, there. like, you know, it's like, no, I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to pass the torch to you. And that's another thing that I'm about to drop, you know, and it's and stay tuned for that. Yeah. But for somebody that has that status, like Randall pitch that has a quarter of a million followers, on his personal page to give me a shout out, you know, like to the hat that just speaks volumes of him because he doesn't do that for just anybody. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, it's dope to meet people like that. And I am that motherfucker too, where if you, you tag me on something, I share it. If you need a shout out, if you need this, you're a new business, you're a new brand, whatever the fuck it is, guys, my platform, my whole fucking thing with stay anchored has never been to build a fucking brand it's always my biggest thing through this is to build a platform yeah a platform that you guys can use that you guys need help that you guys need anything i got your fucking back i'm more than a fucking brand dude i want everybody to understand that that we're more than a fucking brand and i think we're just gonna end it right there 
And uh, <laughs> I did, well, yeah, I mean, make me, I'm, I'm, I'm confident right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any last words or any shout outs? Man, shout outs to everybody who has supported this brand from day one. And shout outs to everybody who has believed in me when I didn't have shit and I wasn't shit in life. Oof. Because you guys are such a huge part and drive of my want to fucking succeed in life. That drives me so much. And my parents, shout outs to my fucking parents. I love you guys so much because you guys came here to give us a better life. And now it's my turn to give you guys the best life that I can possibly give you guys. You know, that's me. Yeah. That's my shout outs. Shout outs to my sister, you know, supporting, you know, the brand, you know, fuck, dude. When it was nothing, you know, like there's so many people to shout out, man. Shout out to God always watching me, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? I give thanks where, you know, I give credit where credit is due, man. But, and man, thank you to everybody. Also, like big shout outs to everybody who's fucked me over in life because cause of you guys, like I've learned a lot. Dad, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah. I had never heard that before. Yeah, thank you guys, man, because you guys taught me a lot of the shit that I, wow. that I needed to learn in that's life. That's pretty deep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, wow. and shout outs to all the people who, who love me and love me right and correctly and mm. are still part of my life. That's You know great. what I mean? Like, I thank that. I oh, thank them man. so much, you know what I mean? Because this isn't for everybody. This shit is hard. Oh, it, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, entrepreneurship is, it's a interesting game, man. We fucking risk it all every fucking day. One wrong move and we're done. We lose it all. We're risking, we're gamblers, you know, but that's what it's about, you know, because you, if you risk it big, you win big. And that's the life that we live and choose to live. And it's the adrenaline rush of every day going out there and trying to make shit happen for ourselves and <laughs> yep. and then just yep. doing that. But it's like, man, I have so many people thanking my life. And, you know, shout outs to all the people that aren't with me anymore either, you know, that I've lost and, and all my loved ones that are, up, you know, in heaven watching over me and shit like you know, you guys drive me a lot. And shout out to all them. I know you guys hear me up there, so shout out Hell to yeah. you guys, man. And you know, like my wins are for you. You're here first. And uh, where can everyone follow you at? Everybody could follow us on social media. Obviously, we're on uh, Instagram under Stay Anchored LBC. We are on Facebook. You guys could find us there. You guys could follow us on YouTube, Stay Anchored TV. Ooh. We're on there. We're also on Twitter. <laughs> and we're also on LinkedIn. Elon Musk, baby. We <laughs> yeah. won. We won. Yeah, we, we're, on, we're on there, man. So, man, yeah, Twitter, man. I know mm. a lot of times I'm not active, but you guys could follow us. There. And you guys could check out our merch store, and that's stayanchoredbrand.com. Oh, hell so yeah. You guys could see it there. Well, Fish, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Mega Man's podcast. I really appreciate it. And I love this pen. Uh, stay happy collection man. stay happy and everyone uh follow him on all social media platforms please rate and review on apple Podcasts. uh leave me some stars good bad comments doesn't matter uh leave me some stars on spotify as well you can follow me at the mega man's podcast uh also on twitter tiktok uh patreon all that social media coming down soon people are asking when is the youtube coming the videos all everything's all coming end of the year once again fish thank you for coming on the mega mass podcast man thank you for having me man this was a great great time man 
I had a good time. And oh, oh I'm sorry. Alfredo Gabby, shout out to you. <laughs> James. Oh, and shout out to my team. Sienna, Carmina, Cindy, Juan, Fernie. And shout out to my nephew who goes out and hustles with me at the pop-ups. Oh, snap. All right, then, guys. Mega Man and Fish from Stay Anchored. We are out. Shoo, woo!